Before we get started on this episode of Badassery Podcast, I'd like to go ahead and talk to you a little bit about the platform that made this all possible, and that's Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I'm definitely speaking from experience here because more than anything, I am a writing and print gal as opposed to an audio and video gal. So when I was looking for platforms to host my podcast, I turned to Anchor for its ease of use and ability to have all of the tools all in one place. So even if you don't have, let's say, the Adobe software or any other audio software, you can use the creation tools within the program to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So you can be commuting, flying, out of your house, anything, and you can still produce a quality podcast. And Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other platform that you choose to listen to your podcasts on. What's more is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you're anything like me and just starting out, you can use a podcast as maybe an additional revenue stream without having to wait for millions of people to listen to it. So all in all, it's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So to get started, go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's up? Welcome back to Badassery Podcast, your go-to podcast for tips and tricks on how to be your most badass self and the everyday people who are doing it. I'm Alexa, your host. So I feel like every time I come on here, it's always snowing because it's Sunday, not a Monday, and it's snowing again. I don't know about you guys, but in Denver, we have had probably the snowiest February I can actually remember. I don't ever remember it snowing as much as it has. I have remembered a couple polar vortex days, which means that the temperature is just really, really cold, like the highest negative one type of cold. So for me, I'm just so out of my element here. I was in a lift on my way to Chicago last weekend and the lift driver, she was a native to preface and she was like oh this is totally normal and I'm like I'm a native too and this is not normal like normal winter for us here is like 40 to 50 degrees as the daily high with snow maybe like at the maximum like every other week not every other day needless to say I'm getting kind of sick of it and I'm ready for spring for sure like I'm already starting to buy spring clothes like I have a bunch on my wish list because like you know the stores are bringing them all in so I get to see them every time I go and so I'm like oh I gotta get my hands on this but then the back of my mind I'm like well I probably won't get to wear this till April but yeah yesterday it was really and Friday too it was really nice it was like mid 50 sunshine and so for me I just felt the spring I you know walked into Bath and Body Works on Friday and I got you know new spring candle and I've been burning it and I'm just I'm just in that mood I am ready for it to stop snowing <laughs> as you know March is just around the corner I'm recording this on February 23rd which means we have less than a week until the end of February, which is crazy. Like, how is this year going by so fast already? But March will be fun. I have a business trip. Oh my gosh, it'll be next week. Oh boy. Business trip next week. Orthodox Lent also starts next week. And then it'll only be about a month and a half out until I get to go down to Tampa for Easter and see my brother. So 
it's kind of, it's flying by and the first quarter of this year is almost over. So there's just kind of a lot going on. But this week was absolutely insane. And I've talked to so many people and they're like, yeah, we feel in the same boat. Like, you know, with President's Day because we had it off. It was a four day week. I came back from my trip on Monday. So then Tuesday, I was kind of just immersed back into the week without really any time to adjust. For example, Tuesday, I went to work, did my grocery shopping, came back, meal prepped, and then just got right into doing things. So kind of really wasn't like a buffer period between coming back and getting back to work. So it made for some really long and crazy days. But my accomplishment is I still managed to work out twice. So on Wednesday and Friday, which is awesome. I found a new cycle class. I'm still at cycle bar, but Fridays I've been doing the afternoon class, so it's like a 4.30 class. But this last week I did the 8.45 a.m. class, which allows me to get my workout in and done by 9.30, which I think has been absolutely fantastic. I've been kind of waking up a little bit earlier since I got back from Chicago. You know, the time change, it's about an hour ahead than where we are in Denver. So the first day I got back, I woke up at like 6.30 naturally. So I kind of carried that to the rest of the week. And even on the weekend, like Friday was my work from home day. And then yesterday and today, I just woke up at like 7.30ish. I've been kind of going to a little bit earlier, which has been nice because I've been able to have more of a morning routine and get some more stuff done and just kind of chill out a little bit. I've really started to take my own advice this week when it kind of comes to the whole hustle culture and really toned it down Friday and Saturday. Like Friday night, I was like, oh, well, I could do this. I could catch up on doing this. And I was just like, no, you're going to relax. You haven't had any time to relax. You're going to relax. Same thing with yesterday. I had breakfast with a friend and then ran a couple errands and I came back and my dinner plans I had end up getting canceled. So I had a whole evening to myself and I was just like, you know, I'm going to just chill and do all my work tomorrow. So I got up nice and early, sat down on my computer a little bit after eight and have just been cranking some stuff out. It's a nice snowy day, as I mentioned. So it's a perfect work day. And I also kind of came to a conversation with my boss too about my goals for this upcoming year. And she definitely pointed out that I have a degree of perfectionism, which is definitely true. Like I really wanna try to get everything I possibly can done in a week without letting things slip through the cracks. And it's totally a downside. I had a couple things I wanted to get done by the end of the week and I just ran out of time. And I was just like, you know, it's not gonna kill anybody that like a blog post doesn't go up. So I'm skipping it. I, I was gonna update my budget and then I'm like, you know, it's it's fine, I'll just do it this next week when I do it again. It's not the end of the world, but for me, I'm just trying to like let go and kind of just move forward on the things I like didn't do and kind of just prioritize the things I need to get done. Because when you have limited time, you have to just kind of prioritize and just pick and choose what you want to do. And so for me, I'm like business things are super important. This podcast is really important. My schoolwork. So just things like that, just trying to get that stuff done. And there's some things that it's just not feasible and I'm learning and it's a huge learning curve for me because I'm the type of person who loves checking things off of a list. So yeah, it's kind of a good segue, I would say, into this week's topic, which is time management, otherwise known as the secret to managing it all. This topic definitely fascinates me just because I love watching or reading about how other people manage their time, especially if they're doing 
a lot of different things. I'm like, well, how do they do it? Like, this is insane. And I've noticed that I do a lot of the same things. So I would love to go ahead and share my tips and tricks with you guys in the hopes that you can maybe manage your time better if you're struggling with it or you're wanting to take on more things to better manage your time. Without further ado, let's get into it. I've mentioned that I do a lot of different things. You know, I work a full-time job, I'm in grad school, I run my own business, and I work on passion projects. So I love everything that I'm doing and want to make time to work through everything throughout the week because I'm the type of person where if I don't love something, I'm not going to do it. And all these things are things that I absolutely love and want to continue doing. So for me, the biggest thing going into 2020 was definitely having a plan and a routine to managing everything. So A, I don't go crazy and B, I have time for everything I want to do and C, have downtime as well. So I'm not working from sunup until, until I go to bed. And this definitely requires a careful game of Tetris to make sure I can get everything done while still having time to relax. And I think it's super important because as I mentioned in my hustle culture episode, I believe it was last week, it's really important to just balance your time that way. You want to be able to do what you want to do without feeling like you have to work a million hours to just do it. So one of the things that I found useful for me is just kind of using my free time wisely. So with working now, I've noticed the change in how my time is divided. So I typically work about 8.30 to 4.30. So from before 8.30 and then after 4.30 are my free time. I can essentially do with it what I want. So it's utilizing that time wisely to make sure I'm getting my stuff done. You know, don't spend all your time watching TV or on social media when you could be doing something else. Now granted, I'm totally not perfect when it comes to this. There's some days I just come home and I am totally beat and I'm just like, yeah, like I'm not moving from the couch. Or I'm just like on social media, scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, Buzzfeed, whatever for like an hour, hour and a half. I've totally been there, but I try not to if I can, you know, if I have the discipline to. Um, I think a little bit is definitely okay. It's kind of like a transition activity. Like I'll usually watch an episode or two of TV while I'm eating dinner between when I come home from spin and like whatever I'm doing in the evening. It's kind of just a way to get my mind ready for the next thing without, you know, just jumping right in because it's kind of hard to shift gears that fast and doesn't really give you time to breathe either. I kind of noticed that this was last week I was bouncing from thing to thing to thing without any time to breathe in the middle. So I just got real burnt out real quick, which is I think what caused me to kind of crash Friday and Saturday. I just had so much and I was just like, yeah, I'm just, I've definitely been trying to take advantage of my time after work. And especially this year, trying to get more into a habit of maybe like working out before I go home to utilize that like kind of in between time when I get off work and dinner. I found that's been like really helpful. I've been in a pretty good routine with that. I'm trying to go two to three times a week to just do that. I really don't like to work out on the weekend because I like to just have time for other things. And especially in the summertime, we end up going hike. So I definitely just don't want to push it too hard. That being said, once I'm done with school, I definitely want to build it up to maybe four or five times a week going to spin since I do have an unlimited membership. But right now I think three is a good groove. So I still have time to, you know, recover because I'm definitely not used to doing such an intense workout so many times a week but I like it because it's a short workout like it's a 45 minute workout and you feel it the next day you definitely do and you burn a lot of calories so for me that's the most efficient way to get a workout in is a going to a class right after work 
and be, you know, doing a very high intensity workout for a short amount of time. Because I don't know about you guys, I don't have time to spend an hour, hour and a half at the gym. I'm definitely not that person. Working out is definitely not my first choice of activity. I'd rather be doing something else, but I, you know, need to work out. Like it's almost a need over a want because I want to stay healthy and I want to manage my weight and I want to build my endurance and things like that. So if I can get like two to three workouts a weekend, that's perfect for me right now. Maybe when I'm in a different season of life, it'll be different. I can go work out more. I can do it more days in a row, something like that. So after I work out, I typically will eat dinner and most of the time I try to meal prep as much as I can on a weekend, like on a Sunday or something, so I can have food ready. Or if I'm cooking, cooking something like really, really fast, because usually when I come home from spit, I'm pretty hungry. I try to do really quick, easy meals, which usually consist of some sort of meat, a vegetable, and some grain, whether it's like rice or couscous or quinoa or something. So really quick and easy dinners, trying to eat at home as much as possible without buying a lot of food, and that's another reason why meal prepping is so huge for me is just I want to be able to eat healthfully without having the excuse of oh I don't have any food or oh I don't have anything prepared so then I end up eating out and then usually afterwards after I you know take my break I will jump into a project so I think I mentioned this on my last episode but I try to divide my days at least Monday through Wednesday since Thursday of class and Friday is the weekend into doing a different task each day. So Mondays, for example, are kind of like my podcast day. So I'll either, depending on where I'm at in my cycle, I will either record an episode or edit an, ep- an episode. Tuesdays are like a day to work on my business. So I'll pick one project to work on on that day. And then Wednesday, I like to use to prep for school. So that's like doing a reading that I usually have for Thursday and just kind of like getting it all together. And then obviously Thursday of class. Once I finish school, it'll be nice because I'll have Thursday as a free day. So it doesn't always happen this way. Like I always am not like, okay, I'm super diligent working with everything. Sometimes there's nights where I'm just like so beat and I'm just like, I'm gonna relax. Sometimes that happens, but then I have to make up for it later. So it's kind of a double-edged sword there. So it depends, but that's kind of my ideal week. And I've been trying to stick with that as much as possible. And I think it's been helping me definitely get a lot more done this year as opposed to last year where I would kind of just, you know, let me see what I'm feeling like working on today. Definitely didn't get as much done and I don't think I was as disciplined. This year I'm like, okay, let me take two to three hours to work on something in the evening. Just do it as like one project. Um, It doesn't have to be a lot of different things unless you have a lot of little administrative tasks. Part of my goal was to establish a routine. So establishing this is kind of a routine has been helping me a lot. Like I said, the key is not to overload yourself with too many things, just maybe work on one. So for example, tomorrow, since it's my podcast day, I will just be editing this podcast and getting it ready to upload for Tuesday. That's it. You know, I kind of try to work at it at a slower pace and not be so ferociously doing something because I work all day. And sometimes it's really hard to get myself to get back on the computer and get motivated to work at night as well. So I just, you know, take it slow, take my time. It'll get done. You know, I'm not trying to see how many tasks I can get done in like two hours or whatnot. I'm just wanting to make sure that the quality of my work surpasses the quantity of my work. That's kind of how I structure my evenings. And sometimes I'll work on Friday or Saturday night. It kind of depends on A, how my day goes and B, what kind of mood I'm in. 
sometimes if like especially on a Saturday if I'm taking like a huge break throughout the day like maybe I took a nap or something I will maybe hop back on at like six seven o'clock and I'm like oh I want to record a podcast so I record a podcast so it kind of just depends on how my day is like sometimes I'm pretty fluid in my day where I will like do a bunch of work for four or five hours take a break and then get back on so that's kind of how I like to work and during my break I'll do something somewhat productive usually it's like running errands or you know just watching an episode of a tv show or something that's kind of how I approach my day-to-day but I've learned that when you balance a lot you might not achieve what you want in a short amount of time it's kind of just the harsh reality of time management and when you're doing a lot of stuff you're not going to achieve everything as fast as you want it to i'm learning to kind of accept this because i have lofty goals for myself i want to get a lot done but i have to remember that i'm doing a bunch of other things and i have to be realistic with my time it's kind of this gradual completion thing it won't feel like a lot happens in a week or even a month But if you kind of look at your performance and your accomplishments over the span of like a quarter or the year, it can add up to a lot. Sure, you'll still get things done, but it might take you longer. So if for me, I wanted to get something done in a week, it might take me three just based on everything else I'm doing. And I wouldn't, this is okay. Like, especially if you're balancing your time between so many different things, Like, it's okay to just take longer to complete things. Yeah, you know, I work with clients, but I also have the expectation of, hey, you know, this will get done, but it won't get done ASAP. It'll take a little bit of time. So I just think setting that expectation with both yourself and with others is great. And it'll definitely help you get in the right mindset that it's not do or die to get something done today or even this week. It's also important to love what you're doing. You know, I love everything that I'm doing right now. Like I love work. I, you know, like being in grad school. I like doing my podcasts. I like writing my blog. I like running a business. Those are all the things that I want to prioritize throughout the week. And of course, there's other things I want to get done too, but I it's a struggle um, to just get those things done too, to kind of sprinkle them in. But you want to love everything that you're doing. And if you're not, you may want to reevaluate what you're doing. Like if you're not loving or if you're feeling too much pressure to put up a blog or something, then you just need to take a step back and be like, why are, are you doing this? Are you doing this because it's your job? Are you doing this because you want to be consistent? Like, just why are you doing it? Um, And sometimes if you go back to think about that, then it kind of helps you set your expectations accordingly. I wasn't able to get a third blog up on Friday for my blog that I have. And I was taking a step back and I'm like, okay, why am I blogging? Like, I'm blogging for fun. Like, I've always been a blogger. I love it. I love sharing parts of my life with others like it's not like I'm getting paid for anything or anything like that it's because I just love what I'm doing and I love sharing things so when I thought about it in that perspective I was like okay it's fine for me to miss because it's just for fun it's not part of my job it's not a sponsored post or anything like that that's definitely a key to helping you kind of figure out what you want to work on and when and kind of just prioritizing Just start with what you love, what you enjoy doing, and what you enjoy spending your time with. Because as an adult, you really have a choice in how you want to spend your time. Like you're not forced to go to class or you're not forced to be in school. You can just do whatever you want if you want to spend your time working out, then do that. If you want to spend your time reading a book, then do that. If you want to spend your time building a business, then do that. Whatever it is, just make sure you love 
what you're doing. Then what am I doing? I, I've tried a lot of different things to manage my time. The most effective I found, like I said, is kind of my routine that I've kind of built. But a couple other things that I like to do are to use a Kanban board. And if you don't know what a Kanban board is, it's kind of almost like a project management tool where you can say like, okay, like what is in my to-do category? What's my work in progress category? And what's my done category? So I do that a lot with my business tasks and I have it hanging right above my desk so I can see it all the time. That definitely helps because then I can just move sticky notes to each of the different categories. But if you're of a more digital nature, Trello is, is like the most basic example of a Kanban board I can think of. You can put different projects in there and your status on different projects. I just like that, especially for larger things, just to kind of see where I'm at with them and how much I have to do. I've also tried to time block my calendar. I do this sometimes. It just kind of depends. I do have it set for this next week just so I can visually see how I'm organizing my time, but I'm not the type to do, okay, like from 6 to 6.30, I'm doing this. From 6.15 to... 645 I'm doing things like that where it's like you have everything down to a T I'm definitely not like that because sometimes things will like get moved around So if I just have a general idea of what I'm doing that is more than enough for me I also set things as appointments again kind of like the whole time blocking thing I don't do it all the time, but sometimes it just helps to see what kind of time gaps I have I obviously do this like with my workouts the studio I go always will send emails where you can add it to your calendar so I always end up doing that to see when my workouts are and what I have to do before and after because I know how long it takes for me to get to my studio so just things like that and also I try to be flexible with things so if something comes up let's say like you know I have social plans with a friend or a work thing or whatever it may be, I just move some things around. Maybe it takes up my Tuesday night and so I have to work on business stuff over the weekend. That's totally fine. You know, nothing is ever really set in stone unless it is, but doing tasks and projects, you can always like move them around unless you're on a deadline, which, you know, don't be afraid to do so just maybe for your mental health sake or if you're not feeling well or whatever it may be. Just don't be afraid to be flexible and don't be afraid to just go easy on yourself when it comes to things like that. Like I said, I like to work Friday and Saturday nights. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, especially if you don't have any other plans and you're just sick of watching TV. You can definitely just get some work done or do something that you like, you know, writing a blog, recording a podcast, whatever. And taking breaks. I kind of alluded to this earlier. I do like to take breaks because I'm the type of person where I will just get on the streak of working hours at a time without a break and then I'm like, okay, I need a break. I'm not really the type to do the, oh, I'm going to work for 50 minutes, take a 10 minute break. I just work straight through. Taking breaks is definitely important and I end up doing maybe larger chunks of breaks after working like a longer amount of hours. So that's just kind of how I do it, but I highly recommend whatever method you like to use, whether it's the Pomodoro method or the 50-10 method or whatever method you want. Just make sure you're taking a break to give your mind a rest. And then I also like to, what I call, do micro tasks. So if I have something like emptying the dishwasher, for example, if a pan is heating up for me to cook, I'll like just empty my dishwasher while the pan's heating up, something like that. Or just like doing little things like if I'm doing a face mask at night, for example, I will clean my room, like put my clothes away. So just kind of doing stuff like that, finding little gaps of time 
to get things done. That being said, another thing is I like to set aside time for things each week, you know, whether it's updating my budget or planning or meal prepping, you know, just set yourself aside time for that and maybe you set yourself certain days. Like for me, I always like to update my budget on Wednesdays and I like to meal prep on Sundays. So it's just kind of things like that. So then you know when to expect to do that and you know when to plan time for that. And then my last tip is to really just time batch if you can. For me, I like to time batch when I write blogs because for me, it's something easy I can crank out. Maybe, you know, you have another task that you wanna do and then just do it all together and just set aside, I don't know, a couple hours and just time batch everything that's of the same task because you're already in that mindset. So I feel like it's easier to just do something when you're in the same mindset as opposed to stopping and then restarting. So that's why I really like time batching. I do actually utilize that quite a bit, especially on the weekends. So those are kind of like the tips I do. But another thing I wanted to mention is utilizing your mornings. So this is kind of a new thing for me, but something that Amy Landino, who has built kind of a whole book and brand around called Good Morning, Good Life, she totally emphasizes, you know, utilizing your morning, taking advantage of your time in the morning to really build up a good morning routine. That was kind of one of my goals as well with routines, but I wanted to be realistic. Like I am by no means a morning person whatsoever. Like I wake up with the sun. So if the sun during the winter is gonna rise at like 7.15, guess what? I'm gonna be up at 7.15. But the whole point is to take some time for yourself in the mornings to do things that you like. So whether it's reading a couple pages in a book, whether it's journaling or just planning out your day, or just drinking a cup of coffee on the couch in silence, whatever it might be, you know, take some time to do that for yourself. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I started waking up naturally at 6.30 and it was great. I felt awesome that I was able to do that without feeling sluggish and tired. I think one of the teachings from Amy Landunio's book is have a reason to get up in the morning. Like if I'm excited about my morning routine or work or whatever I have going up that day, it's easier for me to get up right away as opposed to just feeling sluggish. So for me now I have, hopefully, you know, I can keep this up, but I have about a good hour to do a nice little morning routine. So I will, you know, get up, I will read my devotional for the day. I will make some lemon water. I will journal a little bit and maybe plan depending on if I did the night before or not. So just a little routine to get my head into a good space. And I find that when I do this, I feel like I am better set up for the day than when I don't. Cause there's a lot of times, especially when I work from home, that I will literally just get up and go straight to the computer and just start my day. Like, in fact, I did that today, which, you know, is what it is, I guess. And it's something you can do too. In the mornings, maybe get up an hour or hour and a half earlier than when you need to leave for work and go get a workout. And if you're not an evening workout person, get a task done, maybe read, whatever you wanna do for yourself. If you wanna learn a new language, do a couple Duolingo lessons. Just things like that of just filling in that time to do something productive. And then another thing is utilize your commute. So when I had go to class, I usually take the train. I like to listen to a podcast usually. And it's really my only time to listen to a podcast because when I get ready in the mornings, I usually like it quiet. I sometimes listen to a podcast if I'm like cleaning my house or doing chores. But yeah, usually during my commute is when I mostly just will listen to a podcast and catch up on podcasts. I used to read during my commute, which you could also do too, or just like watch up and watch YouTube videos. So it's kind of just like any task that you 
want to get done but don't know how to fit in your commute is a really good time to do it especially if you're just on the go like if you're on a train it's perfect because you're not having to drive or focus on driving but if you are driving you know definitely listen you can do an audiobook you can do a podcast something like that so it gives you time to do something that you want to do without having to plan for it if that makes sense the other really good tip i have is to utilize your work from home days so I know not everyone is privileged with work from home days, but for me, they're a super great asset to kind of flexibly use my time and get some home stuff done. So I will, you know, load a laundry in while I'm working. I will maybe take a break and do chores. And they're really good errand days if you can swing it too. It's, for me, it's better than fighting the crowds on the weekends and it frees up your time because then you don't have to like run to the grocery store or run to Target or whatever it might be. You can just take, you know, an hour break and go run an errand and you kind of change up your scenery. You get out of the house a little bit. You kind of get refocused by working on another task. So just utilizing those days, for me, it's super flexible with the tasks that I end up working on. And it's kind of great to just get some of that stuff done too without having to rely on either the before work time or the after work time. And the last thing I want to kind of mention with this is just be kind to yourself. You know, you might not get everything done you want to get done on your list, but it's an attempt and the effort that counts. You don't feel the need to feel the guilt. There's always more time to get things done. There's always another day, another weekend, another month. Nothing is ever do or die. So don't feel like you have to stay up till midnight every night to get done every single thing every single day. And allow yourself time to relax too, which is also super important. Like for me, relaxing over the weekend was super important to me because I was in Chicago last weekend and I've just been really busy like on the weekend days. Like I'll get up and I'll just work all day and it's, I mean, it's sad, honestly. But yeah, just allow yourself time to relax. Like, you know, read a book, watch some TV, paint, whatever it is that you want to do. Don't end up working from sunup to sundown all day every day, especially on the weekends. Like use your weekends for time to relax and let yourself get ready for the week ahead because it's five intense days before you have another weekend. And the last thing is to just do your best. I mean, it's not gonna be perfect, but doing something, whether it's like just one task is better than nothing at all. With that, that's kind of all I have on time management. I still working on time management myself and it still can be a challenge, especially when I get back from a trip or I'm preparing for a trip because I want to put up content for you guys and I want to, you know, have everything ready to go so I'm not spending time when I go out of town doing it because I kind of treat those as vacations even though they're not always vacations because I just don't want to be a slave to doing work when I'm out of town. So I still struggle with it but I'm getting into a better groove and I'm being able to manage things better without being super stressed or super anxious about anything which is great. And I highly encourage you guys to do the same. Like just take some time and set a routine for yourself and see if it works and see if it doesn't work and then make adjustments along the way because it's all trial and error because you have to see what works best for you, best for how you operate and best for your schedule. With that, I hope you all enjoyed this episode and subscribe and follow Badassery Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The links will be in the description 
on whatever platform you're listening. I hope you all have a great week and a great end to February, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you.